poppin', everybody? If this is your first time listening, my name is Aaliyah Jade, and you're listening to my podcast entitled Aaliyah Jade in America. If this is not your first time, no one likes a gloater, unless it's about how many episodes of my podcast you've listened to. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. This is episode nine of the season two of my show, the, the season two of my show, and don't it feel good? Hey, all right now. Um, we're a little bit over halfway through this season, shocked, I know, but um, if all things go accordingly, I will finish up season two the last week of January, and I will take some me time in other forms and fashions, so yeah, closer to the end date of this season, I'll kind of give you guys a proposed season three start date, um, right now I'm thinking sometime in like March or April, but we'll see, so oh, I can't believe episode nine, here we are. Um, okay, so today I have a very, very, very special guest for you guys. So crazy to have this human on my show. Um, I honestly didn't think that they would listen to my episodes and just like hear me talk about whatever, but they are truly 100% a part of my support system, which we shouted out and cheered to last week, last episode. Um, it just took them a little longer to start listening than the average Joe. But anywho, before I introduce my guest completely, which you already know because duh, it's in the title, but before I introduce them, let's cheer. So again, for those who have no idea who I am, and um, this is your first episode listening to me, I like to give a cheer statement to anything that I so please <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of every podcast, and I invite you to grab the beverage of your choice and ching, ching and cheer along with me um, so that we can clink, clink, you know? Yeah. So that, that was my water bottle, if, if you couldn't tell. Um, so last episode, I did get on y'all who, you know, who like to drink air and would just like, and I would just like to disclose that I love all imaginative air drinkers. <laughs> if you decide to drink air and pretend it is anything besides the empty cup that you mold with your hands, I applaud you. That's me applauding. I have a water bottle in my hand. Um... <laughs> I will be having the water special today, as per usual. Uh, today, my cheers goes out to Bath and Body Works for those amazing candles um, and just their scents in general. Like, can we talk? Um, <laughs> lotion, body wash, hand soap, hand sanitizer. Gosh, they're all amazing. I love them. My mom will probably get on me because she is an independent Scentsy consultant, um, which they do sell wickless candles and um those little um, and candle warmers to go along with the wickless candles so sorry but i am currently burning me some peach bellini um and i love it It smells amazing all right now let's get into it so the topic for this episode is purpose what is your purpose how do you know what your purpose is once you know what it is, like how do you make sure that you walk it out and things like that and, and things of that nature. And I'm excited and nervous to have this special guest on today, but I think this is probably one of the better topics for her to come in on. So without further ado, let's call my mom. Hey Siri, call mommy mobile on speaker. Calling mommy face with heart shaped eyes, heart with ribbon, mobile on speaker. Thank you. 
Hello, my mother. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Did you eat your apple turnip? No, it just came out, but that's okay. Okay, well, I can wait. I can call you back. Okay, that's okay. You can talk to me. All right, well, as you know, I wanted to talk to you today about purpose, but before we get into that, why don't you tell the internet, the entire world, a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, what you do, what amazing kids you have, etc. Well, I am the, the mother of Aaliyah and Aaron Haynes and Jasmine, I'm not going to forget Jasmine, but, um, and that has truly been a blessing. I have so many other little people that I have had the opportunity to impact their lives because I work in the youth ministry and have been for over 15 years. But I guess what you want to know about me is I am a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I tell people I have more, almost as many degrees as a thermometer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I like that tagline, and hopefully people laughed when they heard that. Like, really, what are you talking about? Well, my original degree is in electrical engineering from Georgia Tech. Go Jackets, still support. I have a master's degree in electrical engineering from University of Miami. Go Canes. <laughs> and then I have a bachelor's, master's, and a Ph.D. in theology from Life Christian University here in Tampa, as well as just last year I had a Christian counseling degree from Grace and Truth Christian University. And I've been teaching at Grace and Truth Christian University for the past 15 years. I'm a theology professor, but I am passionate about what I do. Um, I love impacting people's lives and helping them. I'm a servant. And so that's kind of like where I am. And so I am so excited to be talking to the entire world wide web. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of wear many different hats. You didn't tell them, but you're an author, a teacher, a minister. I forgot all about that. Yes, I am an author, three-time author. Um, my first book was on youth ministries called Family Worship. Reaching all who attend because my premise is that if we reach our young people early, we don't have to retrain them when they get older. And um, so it was looking at the advantages and disadvantages of how you do youth ministry and how you can meet them where they are and make it relevant to them. Um, the last two books, um, Financial Wisdom for Financial Freedom is a workbook of practical applications on money management God's way. And then Not Just Paper, which is the latest book, is the theology and theory that go along with that. Because I've been teaching biblical finance for over 15 years, and what I recognized is about five, six years ago that people weren't practically applying it. They were getting the knowledge, but they were not putting it into practice. So their finances were still jacked up, if you would, <laughs> and they didn't know how to get out of it. They didn't know how to utilize the tools that God said to follow that wisdom in order to make sure that they were okay financially. So right now, that's kind of like my biggest push. I'm trying to make sure that I bring things to the forefront or to the population uh, to be able to help in that area. So right now, I am finishing up an online course. Um, I already have the workbook that's out there that people can get, but I find that if they need the accountability 
um, from an accountability partner, I want to try to be that and give them some experience to go along with it. I do have the videos available if they just want to go through the videos, but if they want it more gamified, if you would, or an experience, then the online class is going to do that. But I know we weren't trying to do all of this for me, but... Yeah. Oh, and I am married. <laughs> been married over 28 years. I mentioned Jasmine earlier, and that is your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's forever 10. She uh, passed away three days before her 11th birthday. So I've seen a lot, done a lot, experienced a lot. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and I think that's going to probably be relevant today as we talk about purpose, too, and some of the things that I do. Yes. Um. Like I said, you wear many different hats. You're author, teacher, minister, saleswoman, a counselor, growing businesswoman, um, yes. and all these professions. And I guess in your 25 years of being on this earth, you're so young, which is crazy because I'm only 22. I know, right? God still works miracles, doesn't he? And your sister's 27, so I'm 30 now. Oh, you're 30. My bad. Okay. <laughs> Well, what would you say your purpose is? The overarching yes. um, purpose would be to impact as many lives in a positive way for the kingdom and um, to help direct people um, as they move forward in their life. Okay, and how, how would you say that? How did you know or come to the revelation that this was what you were meant to do? Well, both my parents were teachers. <laughs> my dad taught math. My mom taught English. And I said I, wouldn't, I did not want to be a teacher. That was not something I wanted to do because I saw how much time and effort because it never ends. And that was not what I wanted to do. However, what I recognized, because I, I teach Discovering Your Purpose as one of the classes that I teach um, at Grace and Truth. And that is when you go through it, you want to look at your skill set, whether it be natural talents, still God-given, but natural abilities that you have, as well as spiritual abilities that you have. Um, When I took one class called um, Principles of Teaching, one of my favorite classes, and I did my teach back as my um, testing, because everybody had to teach a lesson, it was apparent then to everybody else that that's where I was supposed to be. I enjoy teaching. I enjoy helping others learn. I'm an avid learner. I'm still in class now. I'm doing this master class now. But um, I enjoy doing that because once you know something and your mindset changes, you can move forward and you can do things that you never imagined. And so I, I started on the journey of, of the teaching at that point. Like, you know, I loved doing it, and I did it in the, the church setting thinking, okay, it's just Sunday or it's just Wednesday, but it's not on a regular basis. But what I found is that God has gifted me with the ability to break things down in a systematic approach, some of the engineering, and so that people can in bite-sized chunks so that people can then learn and move forward. And so I find that a lot of people will come and ask me different things. But I teach the adults at the university. But when it comes to the youth, I also have the ability to break it down at their level using their illustrations for them that they understand. And they just get endeared to me. And it's like, you Mm -hmm. know, hey, you know, 
Dr. Hayes, I need to talk to you, and things of that sort. And so that's one of them. So teaching is probably one of my big gifts, which I did not expect. But I mentioned Jasmine earlier, and when I was in um, seminary and Bible college, um, Jasmine was in the hospital. And I, was, I happened to be going through the book, Discovering Your Purpose. I was taking a class, um, Old Testament survey. But I'm sitting there going, okay, what am I missing here? And I recognized the whole, um, that there was no one coming into the hospital at the time to spiritually uplift me and to keep me encouraged. And they just didn't have it. So I ended up asking um, the head chaplain at that time if I could come in and do it. And we've been doing that now for 15 years. Well, that's one way I found my purpose is because I happened to be in a situation and saw a need. Um, Biblically, if you look at 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, it talks about the spiritual gifts, and there are nine spiritual gifts. But it also talks about the gift of administration, um, working in the offices, you know, those type of jobs. But it talks about the ministry of health. And that, I am a big, everybody I believe is a part of the ministry of health. When you see a hole and you fill that hole, you have the talent set to do that, that is a clear indication of where you're supposed to be. It starts off with the help, and then it ends up going into something bigger. Hmm, okay. And you kind of hit on this. I was going to ask this later in our talk, but I guess I will um, move it up a little. Wait, wait, wait. Did we forget to take our sip? No, I did it earlier, but you can go ahead and... Well, I have some hot tea for you. Okay, great. Good tea. Clink, clink. so um i wanted to ask you and you kind of hit on this because you said you never thought that you would um be teaching that's not something you wanted to do you didn't want to be a teacher um the question i have is like what if you don't agree with your purpose or um i guess well yeah i guess it is what if you don't agree with it do you think it'll still happen some way subconsciously I believe that your God-given purpose goes according to the talents that God has gifted you with as well as your personality. So I don't see you not agreeing with it. I know initially when I I acknowledged my call to the ministry, which was very difficult for me many, many years ago, but when I acknowledged, first thing I said was, Lord, I don't want to be going overseas and doing all this stuff and don't give me something I really hate. (laughs) <laughs> Which is kind of crazy, but that's real, you know, yeah. that's honest. I don't want to do something that you know is going to repulse me. Well, God knows that. I tell my students now, I am not called to pastor. Yes, I started a ministry, Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, but it's a parachurch ministry helping other churches by, you know, bringing materials to them. But I am not called a pastor. I'm not graced like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm crazy. And can you imagine a hundred of me in one location, you know, looking to me for direction? No way. That's not going to happen. Well, God's not going to put you in a place that he has really not gifted you to do. Now, what I do find, the opposite of that question, is that people try to put themselves in positions that they are not qualified for, that they Mm -hmm. are not skilled for, and they're not graced for. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, I think, comes from the social media. And I know you talk about unplugging um, because we typically, with social media, we compare our lives to somebody else. Yeah. And that is a fallacy. It's a, it's a big problem 
if you have a singing voice like you do, Aaliyah. <laughs> yes. I think you sing, you sing wonderfully. And yes, could you be a singer? Because most little girls grow up saying, I want to be a singer. I want to be Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, but if you have a singing voice and you can utilize that because you've got the skills that you've been graced by that, then, okay, that might be a possibility for you. But if you sing like I do, and I love to sing, <laughs> I can sing unto the Lord, yes. I might not sing before a group, uh, a small group, I might do it there, but a larger group or a worldwide stage, no, that's not going to be for me. But I should not compare myself to you saying, oh, I really wish that I had a voice like mm-hmm. Aaliyah. Why? There's only one of me. There's only one of you. And what you're required to do is to be the best you that you can and influence as many people as possible in your circle of influence. So when you stop, when you get off that treadmill of trying to compare yourself to somebody else saying, I wish I had, um, most of the times people don't want to do what they did in order to get there. Mm -hmm. And they don't see the downside of it. Teaching is great, and I love teaching, but I'm held to a higher responsibility. James 3.1 says, desire not to be many masters, for you will have a stricter condemnation. I even go, I have gone back to my class the next week, because we teach weekly. I go back to my class the next week and say, hey, what I taught you last week, I was convicted of that I said something that you might have taken in a different way, or I said something that was wrong in, in the way I gave it to you, because I'm responsible for that, mm-hmm. and I'm held accountable for that. So... When we look at other people who are on a major platform, like I like, I like Stephen Furtick. Oh, yeah, we'll give a shout-out to Elevation Worship. <laughs> I love it, but could I be in his position? No. Do I desire to be in his position? No. Why? Because that's not what God called me to. Yeah. And we can only handle what we can handle. We're given the talents, the, the parable of the talents. We're given what God knows we can handle. So we should stop desiring to try to be somebody else. Now, I like Joyce Myers, too, and you know I do because I usher at her, mm-hmm. her event. But one of the things that I love the way she said this, she says, there's only one of you. And if you don't love yourself, there's a big problem because you can't get away from yourself. When you go to the bathroom, you go with yourself. <laughs> you know, you see every part of you. You've got to learn to love who you are and embrace the gifts that you have. Now, one of the things when I teach discovering your purpose that I have people do is you sit down and you figure out what skill sets you have, what talents you have, both naturally as well as spiritually. But you also ask somebody else that's closest to you because sometimes they see something in Mm. you that you have not recognized yet. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Do you believe that your, or do you think that your purpose can change or that you can have multiple purposes? grow okay and I think that's what you mean you do grow you might start off smaller and then you end up expanding it as you step into um, all of what you're supposed to do and I think if God gave us the big vision from the very beginning we would all run tuck tail and and run like no way I'm not gonna do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, you never, you never know. One of the things I did, which is, you know, a lot of people don't know, is in my engineering field, I worked at General Motors, and 
I had the opportunity to be the program engineer for the 2000 Sunfire Cavalier. So, you know, manufacturing was under me, engineering was under me, all the new design or how it was going to come out, and they do it, you know, seven years in advance. And so I'm designing this car, and people would think, oh, no, she doesn't design the car. Um, I had to travel my own travel agency after I was traveled. People would think, that's not her, but it still goes along with helping and coming up with a systematic way of solving problems because that's what engineers do. Mm-hmm. We solve problems. And, and so, you know, that that kind of shows you that my underlying talent and gift set is the problem solution side of it, but it's a matter of where you then take that kernel and put it in which bucket, whether it be in the church, whether it be in the school system, um, whether it be with families, whether it be in counseling, I still have that problem solving mm-hmm. as my underlying base. Yeah. So just, it'll be this, it's really the same, but in different settings, you can shift it um, to match that setting, I guess. Exactly. Um, let me see, because I had to move some of my questions around. Okay, so what, what would you say the difference is between, and I, you, like I said, you kind of hit this a little earlier too, what the difference between your purpose and passion, do you think the two kind of coexist? And I think you kind of, lean toward yes that it'll your purpose is uh tied to your talents your skills um and your personality but what would you say the difference is between them your purpose is how you deliver for others your passion is what it means to you Hmm. okay i like that yeah (laughs) um i'm thinking because I just saw this quote, um, and I don't remember who said it, but it's the bigger your why, the bigger your your how, or something like that. The greater your why leads to your how. So why I do what I do, my passion, mm-hmm. will lead to how I'm going to deliver it, my purpose, in this setting. I was using it for the finance side. <laughs> like, you know, the bigger your why, why do I want to get out of financial debt? Why do I want to change my money management skills? If I got a big why because it's family related, because I'm trying to leave a legacy because I don't want the creditors to call me or what have you, then that is going to motivate me into how am I going to get this done because I'm ready to move off, you know, being stuck being stuck on stupid, if you would, mm-hmm. <laughs> willing to be, uh, move off being stuck and not seeing it as all the walls closing in on me to let me come up with a creative idea. But when it comes to purpose, yes, my passion says, oh, I love children. Oh, I love helping people. So now the greater that is in a specific area, like with the hospital, now how can I make sure that I help them in the hospital? Mm-hmm. And so my purpose for Mercy Ministry was born. Hmm, I like that. That's good. Um, what steps or advice, I think, I guess, and you kind of um, hit on this with the asking other people and just writing down what your thoughts are as well. Um, what advice would you give someone who is either struggling or searching to figure out what their purpose is to kind of help guide them in their journey? I would say, one, look back on what you've already done. 
Um, and sometimes that can give you, you know, that reflection gives you the opportunity to see where your greatness is so far. And I believe everybody has some greatness in them. Um, you can see what you have accomplished, what you have done well, um, how you have impacted and how you have influenced others. So there's a look back, but you don't want to stay back there. You want to move forward. And so in your present, you can look at the people around you and say, okay, who are, who are those that are close enough to me that they know me? Um, that they're not going to put their own biases in. And mm -hmm. it's great to have a list. And I had a list, and I might even try to see if I can find this list before I hang up with you. But um, a list of the skill sets that you have. And so that's the around. And then for future, you want divine intervention. Ask God. He says, if you ask me, I'll give you answers liberally. Um, that's in James 1. You don't have to just try to go it alone and figure it out on your own. Um, when it comes to the spiritual side, you can look at 1 Corinthians 12, which gifts are there, or Romans 12, gifts are there as well. And um, they have spiritual gifts assessments that you can take also. Um, that will kind of lead you down some other path. But in both cases, you look back to, to reflect, you look around you for present, and then you look to the future. God, where are you taking me? Okay. Does that help? Was that yes. practical enough? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Any? Do you have any last thoughts? I know you just gave some advice. or Were there any, um, I guess, pinpoints or anything that you wanted to discuss when I told you we were going to talk about purpose? Um, just anything that you want to say? Um, I don't know. I think we kind of covered it. Um, in your purpose, everybody has one. Mm -hmm. um, you have dreams. You have desires. There's questions that you can ask, and I just happen to see this questions on dreams and desires. Just some questions. that It's actually 10 questions. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's, and I'm just going to read them. Okay. Number one, what do I love to do most? How often do I do it and why? It's a great question. Mm -hmm. Number two, how will my dreams change the world for the better? Third question, are my dreams and desires centered on me or on helping others? Four, what legacy will my dreams and desires leave if I accomplish them? Five, which of my dreams and desires is most important to me? Six, what needs to do my dreams and desires meet? Seven, how will my dreams and desires change me into a more valuable person? Eight, what will the negative consequences be if I do not fulfill my dreams and desires? Nine, what are the rewards of accomplishing my dreams and desires? And the last one, how can I tap the unlimited power of God to change the world? And I'm going to give, let me give credit for that. That's from Purpose, Destiny, Achievement. Um, it's from the university course, but the book is by Dr. William D. Greenman. So shout out to him. Mm -hmm. Love the book. Awesome. <laughs> well, I would, with that, I want to say thank you for being here, not physically, but, you know, telecommunication. <laughs> yes, um, and I love you, love you, love you, miss you, miss yes. you, miss you, but it's, it's nice and warm here, and you're a little oh, cold. Oh, gosh, in here. yes, it's in the 40s. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've learned a lot, and I think this is something really valuable that everyone needs to hear. Of course, I love you and appreciate you. Um, and just, I love and appreciate you.
YouTube. Just for being, you know, the strong, educated woman you are at twenty, at thirty years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to get yes, this. And maybe I can help as many people in my thirties as I will <laughs> when I get to my sixties. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, give this last bit of space um, to you to let the people know where they can find you. That means plug your social media. Um, and where they can purchase any products that you have currently out. Um, and you kind of already let them know what you have coming up next, but you can reiterate that again if you'd like. Oh, yes, definitely reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, <laughs> yes, um, under Shanta Haynes, C-H-O-N-T-A. Last name is Haynes. You can find me on um, my Facebook link for the ministry is H, the number two, H, Truth. Um, and then... On the website is um, also h2htruth.org or my name, shantahaines.com. So both of them are linked to the same website. On the website, you can find the books that I do have out. Um, I will be putting on the link for my uh, online class, which is under Teachable, and it's under h2htruth.teachable.com. And so that will be available as well. Um, and then you can also register under my website for one-on-one counseling as well as uh, small workshops because I do that as well. And let's see, I'm on everything. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I believe it's CTA Haynes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that's typically what it's going to be, at CTA Haynes. Um, also on Twitter, um, I think it's Shanta underline Haynes. But... You can find me Pinterest Underscore, well. not underline. <laughs> Say that again? It's underscore, not underline. Underscore. <laughs> underscore. Sorry. But anyway, so either look for Shanta Haynes or look for CTA Haynes um, or H2H Truth. Either one of those, you'll find me. Well, all righty. Um, uh, awesome. Again, thank you, Mom. I'm going to wrap up this episode offline, uh, and I will talk with you later. All right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Woo! I hope you guys feel inspired. You guys feel encouraged and ready to go figure out what your purpose is if you don't already know or you feel you know, like I said, empowered to kind of walk out your purpose um, and know that God is with you every step of the way um, and that you should just lean on him because he knows all and we don't. Um, As always, thank you all so much for listening. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter with your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, uh, future topic ideas, a gender reveal, the cure for the common cold. You name it, I want to hear it. Um, I'm not sure if I said that in the last one. I think I did, but, you know, here we are. Um, My username is at It's Aaliyah Jade, which is I-T-S-A-A-L-I-Y-A-H-J-A-D-E. I'll be patiently and patiently waiting to hear from you. Um... Again, I just want to reiterate my mom's Instagram is CT as in Tom, A as in Apple, Haynes, which is H-A-Y-N-E-S, Y as in yo-yo, um, not I. Um, and then her website and things that you can find her on H as in Haynes, two, the number, um, and H again, which is heart to heart. That's what it stands for. So H2Htruth.com. Um And yeah, I hope you lads and lassies enjoyed your drinks. I hope you had a good time listening to me and my mom. And I hope that you are ready to unsubscribe to society and really just figure out what your purpose is. Stop comparing yourself to others on Instagram um, and 
be more in tune with your skills, your talent um, that God has given you. Um, I will catch up with y'all later. And by later, I mean next Wednesday on Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Um, remember to always be loved, be light, and be beautiful. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.